What's going on, my fellow A Plusters? Welcome back to a brand new episode of A Plus Opinions, home for your nerd pop culture news and reviews. As always, it is I, your host, Adam Perez, joined by, I'm pretty sure my half dead friend over here, uh, Mr. Indy Uchiha. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Bruh, I got tears still coming out of my eyes, dude. This shit ain't cool. My fault. I didn't mean to... Wow. Demonetized. <laughs> uh, um, hey, get your tissues, man. If you need to get your tissues together. <laughs> I, uh, those, I feel like those are more like tears of disappointment uh, and sadness. Um, then, uh, yeah. So... Uh... We're here today, guys, with a brand new episode of A Plus Opinions, uh, breaking down for you guys part one of Crisis on Infinite Earths, the crossover event we wind up getting tonight, kicking off with the Supergirl event uh, <laughs> as, as Indy tries to get himself together over here. Um, but we're here to go ahead and break it down for you, you guys today, man. Um, you want to talk about uh, an episode that I think shocked many people. I honestly, I'm honestly afraid to look on Twitter right now. Um, to be honest with you, have you have you scanned Twitter at all? Look, yo, it is so many FCW, and you have failed this <laughs> this fan base tweets out there. It can, doesn't make any sense, yo. I can, I, I can, I can, I can imagine. Uh, real quick, real quick, before we get into it, quick shout out to a couple of people that have joined us for the live chat here today, guys. Hey, listen, today we're simply just going to give you our A plus opinions in regards to this particular week's episode. Uh, but we always want to know your opinion, so please go ahead and let your thoughts be known about what you thought so far of part one, the crossover event. Uh, yes, you might, you might have to pass me one as well, Indy. Um, <laughs> demonetized. Um, but we're going to get into all of it for you guys today man uh so a couple quick shout outs for everybody that have joined us in the live chat shadow nova certainly here today miss hassan certainly coming through uh we've got daniel who's popping up here apparently he's got himself a really great fan theory he needs everybody to hear uh doomsday's in the house as well guys um so i'm pretty sure we'll probably have some stragglers as we wind up uh going throughout uh this particular review so certainly welcome them with open arms once they go ahead and get inside of here guys um and uh yeah, Indy. Um, I guess. I guess overall. Um, uh, overall, the episode. I guess. What did you think of part one? Should I let you have the floor? Should I let you have a floor for a minute? Do you want to look, yo? If Barry doesn't die, I'm boycotting the CW for the rest of for the rest of my life. Like I'm never <laughs> watching anything on the CW again. Um. We've known since last crossover that Oliver was going to die, right? We were all built up. They announced that the show was only going to have 10 episodes this season. Season 8 would be the last season. Everybody was cool with that, right? The great build-up to Crisis. Nobody in their right mind knew they were going to kill off the lead character 30, what, 45 minutes into episode 1 of the crossover. It, it doesn't make any sense to me at all i'm uh, i well listen do you want do you want me to try and turn this bad into a good i need you i need i really need you to listen man if this if if this is the first episode holy shit man pardon my french guys but if this is the first episode where the main lead 
of the entire Arrowverse goes out on a sword, mind you, a sword that the monitor, which is a crazy line, the fact that I didn't foresee this to be the the, the outcome for Oliver Queen I had in mind. Uh, what were you what were you looking at then, monitor? But listen, the stakes have been raised here, folks. Right? I mean, if Oliver Queen's the first person to go down. If you ask me, I feel like that uh, that leaves everybody else available to be taken out of this particular series, whether that be the Flash. Who knows? Shit, maybe that's Supergirl, right? Maybe it's both of them. I mean, if if you have the balls enough to try and pull the trigger on a storyline like that, where you take the lead character of Oliver Queen out, that's pretty crazy to me because that does open up the door to anybody taking a dirt nap in here. I will say this though. I was not the biggest fan of the execution at all. Um, for something like that, it, I personally would have liked to have seen something a little bit more touching, a little bit more moving, uh, something of a apocalyptic sort of build up uh, to his sacrifice instead of it being as, blunt i guess you can say as it was so the execution for me was not there but i don't mind the outcome because for me at least it opens up the doors to just endless possibilities that anybody can eat it at any time at this point but again that's that's me trying to turn the pause the negative into the positive because I, I i'm sure for you as a huge arrow fan as somebody that loves oliver queen and stephen amell and what everything he represents I got to think that's kind of disappointing for fans out there. I, like, I honestly can understand why people feel the way that they do. I don't think it's as disappointing. I think, okay, what I'm disappointed in is episode one. Like, I I feel like you really didn't give this man his just due. I'm, I'm against you with saying that they didn't build a sympathy that it wasn't epic because from the conversation that future oliver from the other earth was having with sarah with sarah mm -hmm. to him passing a suit down to his daughter telling her you know this is your responsibility now you know what i'm saying it doesn't fit me like it, they foreshadowed the whole thing coming i mean i'm not taking away from those moments at all i just mean that like that moment when he's in battle you know what I mean? Like, I really would have liked to have seen that more of a sort of a, a rousing buildup to it. And it's just one of those things that I, I guess a lot of us may be going into this. We're kind of under the assumption that Oliver Queen's not biting it, at least until his episode. Right. So I think going into it, I just thought it would be more epic and more emotional because you would have his whole entire cast and crew around him for that one particular final episode. You know what I mean? But who knows? I, I mean, do you think he's coming back? Or you think this is it? Well, they still got like what? They stopped on episode seven? This is episode is the, this will be episode what episode, seven or eight for him? Um this is episode eight for this, them. So this so they got be, two more episodes. So the the arrow show itself has two more episodes, and they can't be doing two episodes where they're mourning him, right? Where it's a funeral. Oh, wait, wait, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, when it comes back, it's episode eight. It's um, episode eight. It's episode eight when it comes back because it was just episode seven this week. This past. Okay, week. so episode eight should be the crossover episode, right. and then you, you got three. You're gonna have three episodes of Morning Oliver Queen. Like it has to be some version of him coming back. They still have to have him uh, meet up with Felicity. You know what I'm saying in the final episode. You still have to know where the hell Felicity went if this dude really died. I don't. I, I think the monitor's playing games. 
for for one it's a possibility that that's not our that's a similar oliver queen that's not our oliver queen that we it's a bunch of stuff that can go on that that they could get into but but for me episode episode one with, with all the with all those superheroes you you telling me you telling me and see this is why uh kingdom come and smallville superman have to come back because super supergirl superman is a flipping joke he is a joke of a man. This dude couldn't hold out. He couldn't do anything. He, he's 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 your dollar store Superman. Like like well, seriously, they, they they took him out of the. They took him. The monitors portaled him out of there to do anything. That, man, you ain't portaled me out of nowhere. I'm talking about even when he was charging the solar panels, yo. He, he, little, little, oh, little he the little dweeb hey, listen, just fell out. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> to, to, to his defense, homeboy has been on Argo City this entire time, right? He he, he didn't have his abilities there. He's probably been gone from Earth for quite some time. So when he comes back, he's not as charged as Kara. I get it, but I so I know a ton of people are going to totally attack him for that. But he ha he's been on Argo. I'll, I'm giving super. I'm giving Soups a pass here, man. I'm giving Soups a pass. I can't. I can't. No, nah, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't Listen. get a Superman to pass at all. It, it's, not, <laughs> it, it, it's not going for me. But uh, in in all honesty, the way the way you take Oliver Queen out this early, um, like you said, opens up a lot of windows on things that could happen in the future. But it also gets rid of that elephant in the room because right, we're exactly. not we're not we're not sitting we're not there. Oh, it, it is this the moment? Is this because we've literally been doing that all season? Is this all the moment? Season. Is this the moment? Whoa, that came close. You know what I'm saying? When we're like, oh, he can't die until crisis, so and he's gonna make it moment. out of this. Now it's the moment. We're like, and no, we're no, not, we nah, nah, we're, we're not ready for that, yo. But th that that's what you want in watching. And I didn't know I was that personally connected to the character. I love Stephen Amell as an actor, right? Uh, I've always been a fan of Arrow. I didn't know I was connected to this Green Arrow so much until I saw him die. Like when he was there, I'm like, "Oh, somebody's gonna heal him. The monitor's gonna come out, wave him. He's gonna be all good. He brought him back for a reason." Me, I'd have just left him there. Like, "Oh, he's gonna die anyway. I gotta get myself out of here. You shot me with an arrow. You know what I'm saying? Why I'm bringing you back?" Yeah. But, yeah. but the 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 point that they made that his sacrifice, they say another billion. Yeah, uh, that his sacrifice saved uh, another billion uh, people. Yeah, another billion. Um, the fact that you saw the type of man he was to save the baby in the future, even without having anything good happen to him, and the fact that he's still out there doing good, and the fact that Sarah was like, "You're a good man, no matter what Earth you're on." You're on even yeah. even the even the dude from Elseworlds was just trying to save, you know, what I'm saying his 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 significant other's life. He was still trying to, even though he was going about the wrong way of doing it, he was still trying to do something to save the person that he loved. So in some people's eyes and Thanos reasoning, that was he was doing the right thing to try to, you know, what I'm saying, save his significant other. So he's always been a person of great morality after, you know, what I'm saying being trapped on Liam Yu. And he's always been some sort of a hero in people's eyes. So why not go out, you know, what I'm saying as a hero, saving uh people from a earth that will be there well mm -hmm. i don't know what's going well what it's gotta it's gotta be i don't know what's going you saved a bunch of people put it that way so he went out and redeemed himself which I, he redeemed himself a million times over i don't know why he has to keep redeeming himself like <laughs> he he was a he jerk didn't, he didn't kill people you know like <laughs> whatever 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 earth winds up surviving this they literally need to go ahead and make a statue of this man they, they really need to uh, this 
puts and and this is where it might backfire this puts so much weight on that green arrow on canary's television show because it puts <laughs> so much weight on she was cool before be like oh she's getting in the moment now i don't even know if she could feel those shoes anymore like from a, from a tv show perspective the the measuring stick for her just skyrocketed <laughs> I did like that moment. I, I did go ahead and put that in my notes. That was a fantastic moment that I enjoyed between them. The brand new suit. Um, I think you showed me that she, um, Kate McNamara, was already showcasing off her new costume on. It was at Instagram or something like that. That's yeah, right, right after it premiered on the show, she posted it up. And I should have known something was going to happen when Stephen Amell posted three hours ago that Crisis on Infinite Earth starts tonight. Keep me in your heart. Uh, oh yeah, people should have. Yeah, like what do you mean we don't have anything to worry about yet right yeah uh, like yeah. you mean just because it's getting close to the show ending right you know what i'm saying we love you steven and and now this and like hit that that one post when i first read it it had like 13 comments on it yeah it's already up to 978 comments 3072 retweets oh so, yeah i'm sure everybody yeah picking yeah. up on it now well so so yeah so look I, I i definitely understand where a lot of the disappointment probably might come from from fans but i think we could probably take a step back and actually look and see how while the execution may not have been there just exactly what the impact of his death certainly means going forward because like you said right it it, it takes the elephant out of the room and now we really have no idea what the hell is going to happen here going forward um so i think that just that opens up a lot more sort of creative freedom uh i think for them to really kind of tell the story that they want to tell but i listen I, I wish it was a better execution than what it was um so yeah, I can I can I can get the disappointment if there certainly is any out there for sure. Bro, this this was his I am Iron Man moment. <laughs> like that that that's that that's how I felt like it because he out of arrow. It, okay, one of my biggest pet peeves, right? You shoot arrows, right? Hawkeye has one. Uh, after a while, I watched Ray augment a batarang mid battle. You couldn't the whole time you know this crisis was coming invent some type of arrow chamois that just creates arrows. You know what I'm saying? As you're going, <laughs> like laser arrows or something like that. Like like all this technology, all these people you know, Cisco. You know what I'm saying? All this at your whim, and you could never know. You go back and get your old bow and your old arrows. I, yeah, like I, what's funny to me though is like in every I feel like every episode of Arrow he's got a plethora of arrows at his disposal in every episode it feels like like Homeboy hardly ever runs out and in this one you run out but, but then again he had to face a, a ton of shadows. Let me ask you a question, man. Let me ask you a question. Um, the the Star City stuff that we wind up getting the twenty forty six seeing the older oliver queen i wasn't expecting that whatsoever that type of appearance uh, mm. what did you think of just the interaction between him and sarah lance like what do you think it meant for both of those characters i think it was closure because out of everything they did i don't think they ever had that true closure in what was going on you know what i'm saying like her coming back seeing oliver married as a father you know what I'm saying? And then her actually truly being happy doing what she's doing is it just seems like her being able to give that Oliver closure, gave her closure in her life and made her ready for whatever, you know, what I'm saying they were going to face because she seemed hurt and in, in seeing Oliver sitting there dying. Yeah, sitting like that. Yeah. But she didn't seem as hurt as other people like she knows. 
you know what I'm saying? Like Sarah, Sarah, don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. that. That's what that really got me. The fact when he was telling Sarah, look, it's going to be OK. I'm, I'm prepared for this. His daughter was already prepared. You know what I'm saying? I thought friggin' Superman was going to lose it because he's <laughs> like, am I disrespectful for going over here to see my son and my wife while this man is dying on the table? Like he, he saw them coming. He's like, oh, and he's like, oh, oh he's like, damn, yeah, he's dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it was interesting to me to see everybody's reactions. But the monitor. The monitor looking like, oops, I made a mistake. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. isn't the the ending I foresee for him. Like, what do you, what did you see then? Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, but yeah, him, but right. him, that it's gonna be interesting if uh, Marvel has to tell uh, Supergirl and Flash exactly what Oliver digs. Remember, Oliver never told Flash that he made that deal. To to oh, keep you know I'm saying keep them alive yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. and I'm glad they addressed that because remember we talked about that a lot we was like no they're gonna live because Oliver made that deal I'm glad that the first thing they did when this episode started was address that when they found out why are you telling Barry that he's gonna die no yeah. that deal was for the last crisis <laughs> the this last is crisis. this crisis they have yeah. to be prepared for anything you know what I'm saying and the fact that he called him I need to talk to you now like all all those little things I'm like man. They just killed everything we thought we was going to happen when we was talking get. the last. We weren't worried about it. Flash and Supergirl are cool. <laughs> they're, they're not going to. And now we're like, oh, damn. Like you said, we're like, anybody can die now. Anybody they just, can die now. They just like, erased they, everything. <laughs> yeah, they, they've, they've, they've definitely opened it up. Um, so, yeah, so let's let's go ahead and break down some of the stuff here in this episode and talk about it a little bit. Because there there was plenty to certainly get into besides just the uh, Oliver stuff. And I'm sure we'll we'll probably circle around back to it. But uh, we start actually off with a great narration from LaMonica Garrett. Uh, I'm wondering if that's actually the opening, uh, like an opening scroll from the Crisis comics. Um, I'm trying to recall or if that's something that they just kind of put together. Um, I, but it, it seems similar to something in the crisis comics. And is that the monitor speaking or is that the anti-monitor speaking? It's It sounds like the monitor explaining the, yeah. the creation of the universes. Um, so I thought that was a great um, narration by him. Uh, and we got to see a ton of cameos sort of right off the bat. Uh, the very first More. one that, we, yeah, the first <laughs> one that we saw, um, the first one we saw was Robert Wall, who played uh, Alexander Knox, the reporter from the Batman movie. He was actually reading a newspaper himself. I was like, what i did not expect him uh to pop up in there so great way to just start off with a great surprise like that um and then we also got burt ward reprising his his little cameo as uh, dick grayson what did you take did you take down exactly what he said by any chance uh it was like holy uh orange energy destroy it, it was something i didn't get it I but it was i think it said because I, I thought i wrote it down i'm not sure if this was word for word but it, i thought it said holy crimson sky sky yeah something like that that was like that flipping all the and the comedic timing with it when they did it was just amazing because they did it and then flashed just flashed us to something right else real quick the, yeah. that i know you got a kick out of as soon as you saw it wait what was that one huh what was that one wait didn't it flash over to the titans tees yes <laughs> like went right into the titans yes. that's the one thing that i have been asking for for like the longest time is like adam if there's anything you would like to say i was like i just want to see the inclusion of everything even the dc universe like even if they can't get people to be there on the set just just shoot up a scene or something like that and they did it so i was dude i was so happy man so happy they did that yeah and just for the fact that that was they used hawk and Jason Todd. That that, that that's what that's what, we that's got. what got me. 
that that's what got me. I was like, wow. I was like, that was the most random tool to use, but it protects well, it, it protects them because it's like, well, Nightwing might not be can you know it protects right. from that whole thing. It's Nightwoman, Nightwing, Batwoman gonna cross over and all that stuff. So and I think it also helps with timeline too, right? Because if you show yeah. if you show Nightwing, then you're trying to figure out, oh, okay, well, I, I'm assuming it's after this. Or if you showed showed him as Robin, it might be different. So I feel like those are pretty safe bets you know what i mean really safe bets because then you could be like oh this could be any time at all it could be current or it could be in the past so that was real cool but i didn't like the fact that the wave hit that that was my thing like uh (laughs) does that mean titans isn't coming back for season three (laughs) but uh, but again the one thing that we've we've talked about is the fact that the executive producer mark guggenheim he he literally told the the writers and the showrunners of the show you can use crisis as creating a new status quo for your show so when you come back if there's anything that you want to significantly change from your show go for it because this is really going to have lasting ramifications so who knows what we get from a titans team when we wind up jumping into season three but i i'm I'm just eager that they added it though no this is my thing that's coming from this is that i watched maybe the first 40 minutes of the after show when it came on right and and you had Guggenheim sitting there, and he was. They asked him, and you know Kevin Smith's gonna get into it. Oh yeah, right? he wants all yeah, the nerd information, man. Yeah, he was like, so that means bat bat nipples are canon. That means you know what I'm saying bat nipples mean in a costume from that Batman movie that we all thought was weird. Now we love that costume was out, but now we look back, it was like, why does the Batman costume have nipples? Like it, it made no sense. But he asked, is that canon? And he looked dead at Kevin Smith, said it's all canon. Man. So, you know, you start running through my head. So, oh, oh. So, so when you see them symbols on that door and you see the one that looks like Green Lantern, I'm like, we do have a HBO Max like Green Lantern thing. I'm like, so does that mean that that's canon? I'm, I'm like, my, my mind is just running so many different ways. And that that's what makes me think we're going to have some type of Green Lantern cameo, whether it's a ring falling in front of Diggle. And maybe he doesn't even, he just looks at it and goes, what's that? And, and then oh, starts think- to think. And starts thinking about what happened with Crisis, right? And it goes, oh, no, I'm not touching this. I'm done with all this. And just picks up his kid and leaves. <laughs> no, no, I hope so. I, I want a ring to find him, man. I mean, I feel like in all this destruction and waves that are coming, I feel like the ring's got to search for somebody, right? And so it would be great if it certainly was Diggle at some point. But um, oh, go I, ahead, I, Hold on, hold on. And, and I'm sorry because I'm just like stuff is just popping in my head. You know why I think how they're going to set that up and one of the things they're going to set it up by doing is what did Diggle say? The last episode of Arrow we saw, I will be there by your side. You know what I'm saying? Until mm. the end. And Diggle was not able to be there. Ooh, so is that is that going to be something where it's his redemption, you know what I'm saying, to come back and do something with Oliver that that ring finds him, that his willpower to stand up and be what Oliver was, you know what I'm saying, makes that ring come and find him. I, I don't think this is the last that we've seen of Stephen Amell. I have a feeling that I come that not. I have the feeling come the Arrow episode, whether it be in just flashbacks or some sort of tests or moment for our characters where they actually maybe get the opportunity to see Oliver for one last time, sort of thing. Maybe some closure. I just I just have a feeling that it's it, it would be hard to have an Arrow episode without Stephen Amell around in some way, shape, or form. So I'm well, I'm I'm hoping for some, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. Well, I think I think there's a reason why they established 2049 Oliver Queen to start off with. They're not going to show him us for no reason. Because I it's wish that re- Sarah pulled him through the portal, like, portal. Like, come I, on, brother, I, like, just give hey, your hand. Let's go. It might, man. it might be something help. with, it might be something with Sarah. But like, we need a leader, and he goes, she goes back and gets him. Like, mm-hmm. I know, I know a guy, <laughs> you know, and then let him see, you know, what I'm saying what's going on. It could be a thing where we're losing this version of Oliver Queen. 
but there's one that always stays around where if they need it, they can they go, get, go him. Back, get him something. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like, I kind of dig that idea, man. I kind of dig that idea. Um, I'm trying to think of, let's see here. So after some of the cameos, um, we actually open up with um, Jonathan Kent and um, Superman and Lois on Argo. Um, clearly, you get the opportunity to see Clark Kent being a father for the very first time. Really trippy him not having his, his powers. He really just feels like a stay-at-home dad at this point in his life. Um, but we immediately come to find out that this is where the, one of the crises is, in fact, hitting. The wave is certainly coming through, and they have to they pay homage here to pretty much the Clark Kent um, leaving Krypton and seeing his planet destroyed here as we get to see Clark and Lois put Jonathan Kent in the capsule and send him on his way as an opening to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Did that leave your jaw just dropped, uh, get an opportunity to kind of see something like that? That scene was done better than any movie scene I've seen done with the origin of Superman. <laughs> and, and and of course, they had a lot of footage, a lot of stuff to look and source it from. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Tyler, Haw it's Tyler Hawkins, right? Hawkland or something like that. Hawkland. I get the two Tylers mixed up that was on Teen Wolf. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the emotion in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which he's done a lot of acting that does that type of thing. He did a lot of it on Team Wolf where he, had, where he had to tap into his motions and everything like that. You could see it. I, I didn't see it as much in Lois' eyes, but Tyler's look, you know what I'm saying? Like, drew me into what was going on to sending the baby off. I'm like, here we go again. But the fact <laughs> that it hit that wormhole and went to 2046 was crazy. Kara losing her mom again and not even having enough time to mourn her to mom. Mourn again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was crazy, man. That that moment almost kind of reminded me of uh, I don't know why, like Princess Leia watching her planet in Alderaan be destroyed. Um, like that moment of knowing that all her loved ones were still on Argo and then just seeing the anti-matter wave kind of come through. Uh, it kind of yeah. harkened back. That That's kind of a moment that I, reminded me of. Um, but also the scene of seeing Clark Kent and Lois Lane have Jonathan Kent depart um, is actually an homage to one of the very first the very first episode of Crisis. Um, where they take the character of um, Lex Luthor and Lois, uh, who are actually a married couple on another Earth, and they actually send their son, Alexander Luthor, Luther. uh, yeah, uh, off the planet before the antimatter wave uh, winds up hitting. So who's they a, who's definitely a real big, real big uh, part of Crisis, which I was hoping yeah, they would man. do. You know, yeah. but, they, uh, but who knows? They, maybe maybe something when they said Jonathan. Yeah, uh, maybe well, somehow well, Jonathan somebody, Kent. yeah, somebody. Well, they got him back now, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe he got you swapped, or he went through the hole, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, who and knows? Kent, and yeah. it's Alexander now instead of Jonathan. So, oh, that'd be creepy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, look, we we've already had the Flash change the timeline, and Diggle's friggin' daughter turned into a son. So anything I'm pretty sure other yeah. anything is possible. Anything is possible. This all starts sure. with Flashpoint. It's all Barry's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Barry. Thanks a lot. But yeah, no, I thought that was a pretty cool homage to pay. Um, so we get to see Harbinger pick up Batwoman and bring her in. Um, what'd you think about Batwoman's reaction to Harbinger? Yo, I thought. The, the <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I was like, since you are the man that that reviews look, that woman, I'm curious to know what your thoughts were on that. Look, Ruby Rose feels like to me like she's always in character. Like, like when she sees her, she's like the the, the, the you know what I'm saying your world is at risk. She's like, hold on, <laughs> this rabbit's finna speak, <laughs> and she's really trying to find it because you got to understand, coming from Batwoman's perspective, the biggest threat to Gotham right now is Alice. 
it's like you have to stop Alice. Alice is, you know what I'm saying, trying to kill her, trying to frame her dad for murder, then already killed her stepmom. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a very serious thing, especially if you follow Batwoman. So that's her main focus. Stop Alice. Nothing else matters. And if you think about it, it's similar to how Bruce Wayne is focused. Bruce Wayne has always been focused on the matter, you know what I'm saying, in front of him before he, you know what I'm saying, goes into like globally because it's all these other heroes to protect everything else. You know what I'm saying? So when Harbinger just snaps her away, <laughs> like, nah, you're coming with me, you know what I'm saying, against your will, right when she was finna find out where Alice is, you understand why she tries to put, take Harbinger's jaw off. Oh, yeah, most sure. Most, most definitely. Like the first thing she does, she just turns around and just jacks her jaw, man. It was hilarious. Yeah. It, it, it was, felt very it felt very much caking. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was I was really, really, really digging that. And uh I guess Supergirl is just a girl to trust. Like you trust one person in this entire room. <laughs> you can trust everybody. If you trust me, yeah. you trust them all, okay? Hey, just call me Kate. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going like, on. Whoop. Yeah, superheroes are way too uh, yeah, trusting. For, for sure, <laughs> sure they their identity, man. They're just introducing themselves to everybody. Yeah. Um, okay. Nah, you go. I, I'm just tripping off of that. that. Like, that scene when she hit her, I was like, I saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, um, so the, the other part that I wanted to talk about also, um, if there was anything that felt a little bit jarring or at least off to me um it was kind of the announcement of the towers um that kind of popped up from out of the middle of national city um it, it is something that's taken directly out of the comic book of crisis uh where our heroes have to wind up defending certain towers that the anti-monitor has placed all over the world in a sense or at different locations um it's very much George Perez art inspired for sure. It, it looks, it literally looks like they pulled it out directly from the comic book pages. Right. Uh, and even introducing like the shadow monsters that they have to uh, fight in order to kind of protect it. I, I didn't know if they, if that's an, if that wasn't something that they would adapt to actually do on the small screen. But the fact that it kind of came out of nowhere, it felt a little bit jarring to me because isn't that the first time that we're introduced to, well, was it? Uh, the Flash and Sarah and things like that. Like the Harbinger just brings them up and they're like, where you guys been? They're like, oh, we've been um, scouting the towers or something like that. Like they just kind of came out of nowhere to me, it felt like. I think that's where we're trying to figure out how time and space work because she didn't have to grab all the heroes at the same time. And this is why I also think where we needed a better explanation on how Harbinger powers work like I did in the little facebook uh facebook. video that we did because they haven't confirmed if she has all the powers she had in the, co in the uh, comics it could be more more than one body double of harbinger grabbing all these heroes and bringing them around so if she grabs flashing them and immediately drops them off and say your task is to scout these towers and scout this land and find this and then takes oliver and everybody somewhere else and then bring them all together later you can kind of understand um you know what's going on but that that's what's hard when it comes to dealing with multiverses time and space you lose track of when things are happening uh yeah. because you just the way the show goes is like it's all happening at one time and it's not yeah it's like a yeah like a linear time because because it is one of those things like i really would have liked like just a brief scene where the harbinger explains like hey i need you to kind of at least scout some of these um to scout some of these towers um or at least explain a plan to that small group instead of them just jumping them just throwing them back in the deo if that makes sense at that at that time so it, it for me it's just interesting to see exactly what they're adapting from the comic book uh and actually including uh in the television series itself 
Yeah, and Brainy's annoying in this episode. I'm just gonna let you know that. <laughs> Brainy, like, I feel like Bra- I feel like that's Brainy every Supergirl episode, though. Yeah, Brainy, but like I, I can deal with him on Supergirl because of the campiness of Supergirl. Like he right, fits I see that. What you're saying. But in this more serious tone, like, dude, really? I I know you're like not human. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but come on, dog. Like, and and the fact that uh boat a uh, bolo arrow, you know what I'm saying, could take you out of the front, like. Come on, Brainy. Like, be more useful. <laughs> yeah, no, I can definitely understand that. There was a brief moment in here where it seemed like one of his um, uh, inducers or something like that, his inhibitors, um, kind of acted up on him briefly. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe something's going to happen with Brainiac as the series progresses. Because um, he has had a tendency of kind of going back to the more serious-toned Brainiac, where it's like lack of emotion sort of thing. And he did get hit with it earlier on in this season. It kind of cracked one of, inhi- one of his inhibitors. So we got a, kind of a brief tease at it here. So I'm I'm curious to see if that's something that will take effect as we go further but i will say this because we did start off as the supergirl episode there were plenty of supergirl kind of plots um and moments in here to certainly enjoy to where it certainly while you can clearly tell that everybody from all the shows were coming together it it still was kind of a a supergirl driven episode to a certain extent here dealing with argo city dealing with superman and the destruction of her home planet the the loss of her mom once again and things like that and one of the fantastic moments that we see here is the super cousins uh uh section here where we get to see them superman and supergirl sitting by side by side kind of talking and you get to kind of see a a, kind of a vulnerable moment here for superman where he's kind of dealing with the idea of is he ever going to be able to just have sort of that normal life that seems like that's what superman's trying to kind of gain right going back to argo city raise his kid like a you know like a normal family and i think now understanding that I always have to show up for some sort of crossover or like crisis or help with these big monu- monumental events that kind of understanding I'm really never going to be able to have sort of that uh, that type of life that I truly want to have for myself. And that's definitely a moment of realization for Superman in here. But leave it up to Kara, right? The cousin to kind of come through and put some shine on things and let her know that let him know that, yeah, it certainly is kind of possible. Uh, what did you think about that particular scene, though, in regards to seeing Superman that way, seeing just the cousins ha- have that kind of uh, chemistry and stuff on screen? I-, I love that scene. That scene looked movie-esque. Like how clean that yeah. scene was, the, the, the way cinematography it was, set. was set. Yeah, everything. Yeah, that in this beautiful. episode, even the CGI wasn't bad. Like through the whole mm-hmm. episode, everything looked was real clean. You could tell they spent money. But when I was listening to that scene, I took it a different way, and, and that's just me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read things different. I took it as you guys can't do your job, so I have to keep coming back. <laughs> so why don't I just stay here? Get my own show, you know, since <laughs> I always have to be here guys. anyway, and I'll do everything because you guys don't seem like you can handle it. The, like, that, that, that's what I heard. Because to me, that that's a good way to spin off into another Superman show. Like, and you're right. already setting up what his dilemma is the fact that he wants to just right. be a family man, grow up on a farm like he did, have a family, had the life that he had when he was younger, but he can't because he has this responsibility of being Superman and protecting not only the earth. But now multiple universes. He has to protect the whole multiverse. So it's a burden that not not only one man could share. But if you're looking around, this episode had a lot of the heavy hitters. Like, and yeah. and I think they did that on purpose. Uh, 
uh, I mean, I can see why you put Adam there. You know what I'm saying? You need his brains. You need his long-range capabilities. The fact that he didn't shrink or grow in this episode really surprised me. Because why yeah, did he just... Did he shoot anything? Yeah, he <laughs> like, shot a lot of stuff. But why didn't why didn't he just grow up and, like, just start <laughs> punching, you know what I'm saying, the stuff to try to protect the top? It, it, it was a weird yeah, use of powers in this episode yeah. to me. You know? It, it still true. makes me feel like it's a test. Because... You didn't even bring all your heavy hitters out. You know what I'm saying? You weren't going balls to the wall. So was this still a test to see if you could handle well, the first I, wave? Well, I will say this. That I, I feel like that is actually a, a, a moment or at least a part of the actual comic book series in a sense. So I would just say to that, definitely just kind of wait and see if um, how that's going to end up developing. Because I feel like there's definitely probably more to it than we're certainly being told, if I remember correctly. But we'll have yeah. to we'll definitely have to see. And the whole Nash and Pariah thing has me confused because of the way they introduced them. Because they took a well, they took a character that wasn't originally Pariah and made him Pariah. Right. That right. And so that is one thing that I would have liked to have seen done a little bit differently. Like in the comic books, I think he's introduced to us like pretty perfectly. Just kind of just right. a, a random watcher in a sense, right? That we kind of go on this ride with and seeing all this destruction firsthand. So to kind of come in like show him as a brand new character in nash wells completely different personality you know what i mean um and then to see him kind of captured by the anti-monitor and completely changed yeah it's I, like I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to explain his journey also as because yeah. i feel like a lot of time has been moved for him at least yeah so is it like the symbols that he hit was did he unlock going to the anti-monitor instead of going you know what i'm saying to to the to making it to the monitor like yeah i think that's what i think that's what he was was he was he was what he was explaining that he thought he had managed to find the monitor but what he had really opened up was a gateway to the yeah. anti-monitor and if they're doing this and this is where we don't know how much they're adapting from the comic books if right. they are if they're adapting the uh the thing where he's attached to the anti-monitor and he shows up before the anti-monitor shows up you know what i'm saying to destroy a universe him showing up <laughs> <laughs> means that they don't have a lot of time there <laughs> to yeah, you know what i'm saying really no more so it's it's it's, it's going to be man this was good this is a really good it was a great paced episode um they left you wanting a lot they left you thinking a lot which i think is really really good and it, it, where do you go from here like yeah. because they're literally like okay we have to go grab every superman we possibly can because we need muscle you know the uh if I'm right, you watch. Uh, if I'm right, I think Green Lanterns got wiped out. Like uh, that, they, they don't stand a chance against. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? But it'd be interesting to see if we can get the Green Lantern thing. Uh, you still got Batman to go. I, I don't, uh, bro. They is gonna make us mourn, and they are gonna <laughs> wrench our hearts for like a month until yeah, this comes we, back. We gotta, yeah, because we gotta sit on this, man after this yeah. league bro um so yeah well in regards to pariah just going back to pariah in the comic books pariah actually was also i believe a scientist himself um mm -hmm. that eventually discovered the anti um anti-matter universe. universe and when he actually went in there to kind of explore it is when he wind up getting trapped and pulled in by the anti-matter anti yeah. i believe and then used kind of thing like yeah. that so i think he yeah something about he wanted to see the creation of time yeah and he wanted to see how the universe yeah. began and ended up with like a wave of anti-matter the, the monitor anti-monitor saw it and that's how he get trapped like he is the reason that the anti-monitor 
uh, was is able, let loose. Yeah, is is let, he's not, he's not the reason he got free. He just gave right. him the opportunity to get enough power to get free. To so get free, yeah. it's something where, oh, he made a mistake, but he's not the sole, you know what I'm saying, person to blame. To be honest, you monitor, you should have been watching your counterpart like 24-7 <laughs> if you know he's of, capable of this type of stuff. But you were off doing whatever you were doing. You know what I'm saying? Probably watching the Oliver and Felicity taking a bath together and <laughs> just took your eyes off the ball. Um, so let, <laughs> yeah, you drop in a ball monitor. Come on, man. Stuff up your game, boy. Um, and then let's see here. Oh, we also get some Alex and Lena stuff, which I actually liked in this episode because I feel like we've been dealing with so much between Kara and Lena, um, that the opportunity to kind of see Alex and how she bounces off of Lena after everything. Because I mean, look, she made the, the what the decision really in last week's episode of Supergirl to put a stop to, um. To, to Lena's plan in Myriad also. So uh, Alex certainly didn't have a problem in going that extra step to stop Lena. So to kind of see her approach Lena this way, to kind of apologize to her, right? Kind of uh, take part in the fault of not being more open and honest with Lena at the end of the day. I, I really loved her apology. And I also love Lena's response because Lena's getting a lot more cold-blooded these days. Like she's really not taking any crap, any apologies. You screwed her over, and she's 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 gonna resent it for like the rest of her life, sort of thing. You know what I mean? So I, I thought wrong, that was though? interesting. Uh, no, I mean she's I not mean, wrong. I mean, <laughs> and, that's, and, that, and that's what I've loved so much about this this series is that they they both have valid arguments. Really, the only thing for me when it comes to Lena is that she's certainly going about things clearly the wrong way even though she she certainly has her mindset on that she's doing the right thing the the fact that she's going around it certain ways uh i think is what kind of changes that aspect but in regards to her feelings no i i think she's more than valid to have those feelings well i think her trust issues come from the family she comes from you gotta mean she did everything she dealt with with lex's mom everything she dealt with you know what i'm saying with lex so it's really hard for her to trust and when she trusts and the trust gets violated i understand the way she feels why she feels but i love it i love the the bar that she had you know what i'm saying that that, that she came with but she was like i can't believe that you didn't think that i would help well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When when the right. universe is at stake, right. the that fact you that think you that had, little of yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, the fact that you felt that you had to pour yourself out just to get me to help you. It's like you could have just asked me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. because she's not – because, I mean, the universe is at stake. That's including her. She's not going to – she's for saving human beings. I mean, that's that's a whole thing. She wants everybody to live peacefully. She doesn't want no drama or anything like that. She's for – the health and benefit of the human race is just that she goes about it the wrong way. The wrong way, yeah. So she would have helped in a heartbeat, but the, them not trusting her, like, oh, you're not going to be able to get her to help. All you had to do was, look, the world's ending. Can you do something about <laughs> it? And she'd be like, I can do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, but I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it because it needs to be done. That That's totally understandable from her aspect. So you really... I, I really love the petty that was coming off her words. Oh, yeah, talking. for sure. <laughs> the petty comes off of Lena Luther's tongue perfectly, man. Like the way she dishes it out to people left and right, it's so perfect. I love it, man. Yeah. The actress, like, she's in a role. Like, she, she's actually like, oh, yeah. this is the Lena Luther I wanted to play. This is where I wanted to be. I sit right here. This is what I've been waiting on. I don't want to be the best friend that's crying and yeah. begging for help. This is where I want to sit. And this is when she has done her best acting, is literally this season. 
Yeah, most definitely, man. I, so I'm I'm pumped for it. I, I truly am. She's 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 knocking it out of the park. Um, I love the storyline that they've had so far in Supergirl. So I'm glad that for the Supergirl part one of this crisis that they were able to um, throw some of that in here as well. Um, um, I, a couple other notes. Monitor. I said monitor pulls out. I didn't mean for it to sound like that. <laughs> uh, in regards to the evacuation of the Earth 38, which I thought was incredible. You want to talk talk about taking liberties to add an event into crisis that's not from the from the comic books. The idea of trying to evacuate billions of people off of an Earth to kind of save the like last ditch effort sort of thing. I thought that was a, an amazing idea. Um, so we get Lena helping, uh, and then we get to see clearly Oliver's. Um, sort of last stand here uh, at the end of the day. My, my only gripe with that is, is like, bro, he literally shot you with just a, an arrow, man. Like, you're the monitor. Like, you're literally warping dudes out in, out of where they're at to other locations. And and, yeah. and and the arrow is going to bother you? Like, come on, do, bro. Do we know the type of arrow that he was shooting? Is I mean, something- listen, listen. I, I Look, I was under the impression, I was like, hey, maybe... Maybe Mr. Terrific did something with that antimatter weapon or something like that, right? Maybe he managed to turn it into an arrow, so it would shock him. But can I get an explanation? Can I know you've got this in your belt, please? Like, you're, well, I need to know something like that. Or maybe it was something about hitting him at, right when he was getting ready to portal out. You know what I'm saying? And like a putty? If you, if you hit him right in the Z, he finishes? You finish him yeah, off? Yeah. No, something like when he was trying to, when he was concentrating to portal Oliver out and he hit him right in that moment when his powers were sparked. Maybe it was something <laughs> about disrupting his. I mean, it's, it's, I could come up with like 30 different explanations <laughs> and probably all of them are wrong. I know. But, but, but I could, I could possibly explain. <laughs> Oh, uh, what happened? But that that was just cool to see because if you look in the monitor's eyes, and he sees the hope, like I, I think it was that. I think it was the eye contact and the hope, and the the strength to not give in that Oliver had. Oliver looked around; it wasn't nobody there, and he was still gonna fight all those shadow demon things on his own to the point where I don't know why he dropped the bow. Like I, when he dropped the ball, I thought he was gonna like pull out oh, a blade or something. Because they, they didn't have any more arrows. He's like, but screw this bow. It's been plenty of times where he didn't have arrows and he still used the bow he to fight. Still used the bow. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. that I didn't understand. I you know, it. maybe it was just to get a shot at the boots because the boots looked awesome. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what that was. But uh, it, it was crazy because uh, I've never seen him shoot that many arrows off in an episode of Arrow. Because I was always told, like when they do the interviews and stuff like that, that it cost them like a thousand dollars an arrow for the shot. Like each, oh, hey, each man. shot they they shoot off. Well, I will say this: I feel like over the years, maybe that it's gotten cheaper. Maybe it's like fifty bucks now an arrow that yeah. they shoot off. Maybe but but uh, I think again in the in the after show, uh, they were talking to uh, Kate uh, McNamara, and she was like, "Yeah, she was like, uh, when you're on arrow and you shoot arrows, they say uh, slow down." Don't be shooting so many. Those oh, cost really? a lot of money. They still, it still yeah. does. Okay, nice. And then, nice. and then she was like, "I'm on a set of Supergirl," and they was like, "Yeah, just shoot fire that way, shoot fire this way." <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? Kevin Smith's like, "Oh yeah, because you're over there." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you're using that Earth, that Earth that ain't cash. You know, <laughs> you ain't got nothing to worry about. She was like, "I never shot so many arrows off on the set in my life." And she was like, "Just shooting and just shooting." Like they had arrows oh, they, everywhere. They, yeah, they save they save that budget. <laughs> they save that budget this year for this crossover event, man. Let's yeah, as many so, hours as you want. So, but she was real uh, adamant in how uh, everything was birthed from Stephen Amell and how mm-hmm. um, she feels this episode was everybody coming around him. And and I don't. I think until the point 
nobody really understood how dire the situation was until you see Oliver Queen, the one yeah. person who doesn't have superpowers, you know what I'm saying, who is just a mere man laying on that table that gave his life in order to save people he didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, and I, honestly, it didn't. It, when you look at people's reactions, it almost feels as though, like you said, they they like they weren't even expecting it, right? It was almost yeah. like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna be okay. Like this is, uh, it's it's no big deal. He's gonna be fine. And then next well, thing you know, he's taken away from you. Well, he's the one. Well, if he did have a superpower, it's cheating death. He he's <laughs> friggin' Kanan in uh, what's that? <laughs> in uh, Star Wars Rebels? No, nah, um, like Kanan, Kanan from uh the Fifty Cent Show, um, Power. <laughs> <laughs> where the dude just won't die <laughs> nice. you know he uh, he always found a way out or a way to survive and and just to see this happen yeah they did it did exactly what they wanted it to do because it hit me i didn't like that hit me and everything that happened in the episode disappeared mm -hmm. i was focused on that table and then i just kind of like sat back and i immediately text you I was like, dude, WTF? You know what I'm saying? F, you F, were F, mad. F. Like, you were so mad. You were so but, mad. Like, yeah, I was, I was, I was like, I know he's gonna be mad. He's gonna be, he's gonna, be, he's gonna go off this episode. I just know it. No, but I'm more sober. Like, I, I'm ready to go get my, uh, my arrow to tattoo. Like, <laughs> I really, nice. like, like that. Like, I'm, I'm really seriously understand where you know what I'm saying they're coming from and the fact that he went full circle. Um, I feel like they did him justice and it's not just from this crossover. I'm looking at everything he went through the first, you know what I'm saying? This half of the first season right. coming up to then. Yeah. That, that, that's why where people who just watched the crossover, like we heard a lot of them, they were going to do, I'm just watching the crossover. I like the other stuff. You're going to miss so much of this character art from him going to selfishly wanting to be with his kids to understanding that, uh, he's trying to make sure that the universe is there for his children and everybody and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just let, just letting go of I can change because uh, Oliver Queen and Barry Allen have an issue with them being able to change their future. Like we can, <laughs> we can defy destiny. We create our own destiny, and it's just, it's just now. No, death catches up with you. There's only so many times you can avoid death. Your destiny is to live and die. You know what I'm saying? As a human being. So, how much of a reality is this going to be to Barry watching Oliver on that table, like? I could be next. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he I said, have a I'm going to die. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a feeling it's going to have huge ramifications for him. I mean, now the fact that Barry Allen has seen one of his friends die in front of him and now knowing, God, I'm I'm next, right? I mean, this is what the monitor said, that I'm 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 going to die sort of thing. So now, now Barry Allen, who's been spending his whole season trying to get his team ready, it's almost like now he's going to have to face the idea of him dying as even more of reality, right? Because, I mean, goodness, yeah. that. Uh, uh, Stephen Amell, you know, Oliver Queen for him was the person that helped bring him on board into the idea of being a hero and things like that and helping him grow. So now that he's gone, uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see what Barry Allen's mindset's going to be, especially going into his uh, his particular episode for sure. I definitely want to see that newspaper article. I want to see if Oliver dying changed the flash is changed the flash thing and i and i know we'll say this just to bounce off and uh, what you mentioned about oliver queen the season for arrow has been a really great build-up to this um you know we talked about this off air but one of my biggest things that i had issues with was was mia smoke that i honestly wasn't the biggest fan of her the very first half of the season but actually watching the season go through and seeing her actually rub shoulders with uh, oliver queen and train with him and uh, really 
be able to hold her own alongside her father in a sense um, has been a really great buildup that's allowed me as a fan to kind of really accept um, 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 McNamara as the next um, arrow in a sense, you know, so to be able to kind of go into this crisis and see a costume passed down to her, seeing the mantle kind of moved over um, super, super emotional moment for sure. And a really fantastic one for both those characters. Um, but I, th I think for them, at least for their story arc, it's been a great one so far through season through arrow and crisis. Yeah, definitely. And it could be, I want to, man, I, I don't, I, I really, let's it, start. It's some stuff mm -hmm. I want to get into with that, but I want to wait until part two because I think yeah. it has a lot to deal with what's going on in part and two. I, and I do think, and, I, and again, I, I do want to say, because I'm pretty sure there probably are some really pissed off fans out there. Um, my thing is, listen, this is just part one. This is a five-part sort of event. Um, there's a ton of story that still needs to be told here. So we really don't know where the story is going, uh, who might return, who may not, who may die, who may survive. It, at this point, with the huge cliffhanger and the huge surprise at the end of this episode, I think it's safe to say, like we said before, that anything, uh, everything is on the table right now, that nobody's safe at this moment. And for me, that honestly makes this crossover even more exciting and interesting to kind of really see how it's all going to develop because I truly have no idea where it's going. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's take, you want to take some live comments in here? Because I know we've got a couple people that popped up. Yeah, in here. I definitely want to take Shadow Nova because I He's throwing me off with this. I, I think we might be off with this. He says, I like how every other episode title has Crisis on Infinite Earths part, whatever. Then Black Lightning has Book of. I just found that hilarious. I don't think Black Lightning's episode is a part of Crisis. Well, did you see the trailers that they showed today? The little TV spot for this yeah, but, episode? Yeah, but they showed the trailers last week. I do believe that's the monitor testing or somebody testing Black Lightning. Oh, Black but Lightning. I don't think that's a direct tie-in to the crisis, of, uh, the crisis of Infinite Earths. I do believe you won't see Black Lightning. I don't think you'll see Black Lightning join until, until we get back. Until we get back. But mm -hmm. it's only a five part. Uh, it's only a five part series, and it's uh, Supergirl, Batgirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends. So the the book of is actually for uh, Black Lightning because all of Black Lightning's episodes are off a of book of. But it just had that's just the episode that's going to reference his trial to become a part. You know what I'm saying? To be a one of the heroes in crisis. Is that coming on after the Flash on Tuesday? Uh, I think is it not Monday? Oh, was it so? Is after Batwoman tomorrow? Uh, it might be. I if could if you, after, if you give me a second, I yeah, can check for you. Because <laughs> I'll be fascinated to see like if Black Lightning does drop, um, after Batwoman, I feel like we could see maybe somebody actually pick up Black Lightning at the end of his particular episode, uh, and then maybe he shows up in the Flash episode, uh, and then even through the remainder of the crossover event. So that, that might actually line up better. All right, hold on. I'm just going to Monday. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, while, you, while you look that up, um, let me see here. Let me see who else is in this chat room real quick. S. Karoma certainly joined in here today. Um, she also, uh, S. Karoma also says, oh, my God, part one, Oliver dead in crisis. Wow, that blew my mind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not the only one, S. Karoma, for sure. Um, I'm, I, I was uh, eager to kind of see what some of Indy's thoughts were um, going into this episode because I, I knew he was about to have a mental <laughs> breakdown. So, um, 
Yeah, Black Lightning season three, episode nine comes on tomorrow after the crisis episode, and it's uh the Book of Resistance chapter four. So it's going along with this, the Book of Resistance that we've been having the past couple of episodes. It's just chapter four. So uh, the Pierce family fears for Jennifer's life. Is the description that they give. Mm, that's it, huh? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have. I definitely have a feeling that I'm wondering if she's from another Earth. Or you really? That's probably, you're probably right. She might be from a, a, a trial, uh, or maybe a, a Jennifer from another Earth that's sent in from the Monitor, perhaps. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. It's a probably a Earth where I'm. I'm just throwing it out here because I didn't. I didn't have the volume on when the thing was going. I was just watching what was going on in the screen. It could be a Jennifer from a different Earth that Black Lightning didn't survive on, and then she turns around when she gets her power. She becomes, you know, what I'm saying evil. There's nobody there to rein her in. Like like her parent like her parents did because without him in the picture, if, if Lynn's going like this now, Lynn probably goes bananas on the earth. <laughs> that you know what I'm saying Black Lightning's not there. Uh, I can see a lot of different stuff happening. Um, so yeah, and I think it could be a trial where because of us losing somebody like Oliver Queen, they need heroes to replace. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it takes two heroes to replace Oliver. You know what I'm saying? Rather than just going to pick up a different pick version up, of Oliver. Of him. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's what's gonna be really interesting to me. But I like the fact that they shoehorn because they could have just had Black Lightning on hiatus like everything else. But I, I like the fact that they're gonna give us another episode of Black Lightning before it goes on the mid season break to give us a tie in onto how how we're gonna bring this into this world because it's never been a part of the multiverse before. Yeah, I, that's one aspect that I'm really fascinated to kind of see how the writers wind up tackling that for sure, considering, like you said, it's it's been such a different vibe and atmosphere from the other Arrowverse shows for sure. So, yeah, I'm looking I'm honestly really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, do we want to get into uh, Daniel's um, um, theory? Um, I haven't really scoped it out too much. Go ahead. and. OK, uh, well, the first part, my first prediction and these take and take these with a grain of salt, as we always do. The crisis on infinite earth will lead to a series called uh, the Green Lantern, and we also will have more clues, uh, more Dark Knights. Uh, well, we we do know they are having a, a Green Lantern show connected to the HBO Max, um, so it certainly could. I mean, listen, if if Mark Guggenheim says that everything technically is canon, which I think I guess you can kind of say is understandable um, now that you kind of look at, it, especially with them introducing Titans and the Batman side of things, um, mm -hmm. it's pretty much all Arrow. Verse, right just all different earths at the end right. of the day so i mean who knows the hbo max i guess depending on i guess it doesn't matter where it is at this point technically um it could lead to to, to anything so so yeah i mean I, that would make sense i mean they already announced the green lantern for hbo max though right yeah they already yeah. announced the uh i think it's the green lantern corpse isn't it for uh or HBO something max. i think they just said like green lantern inspired so i think that's why i'm thinking green lantern yeah corpse. so i could definitely see that happen and we've been hints of yeah. green La uh, green lantern stuff on arrow and flash for friggin years from them even being on the uh the airstrip where uh hal jordan got his first ring so mm -hmm. they, they, they've been hitting at this is something that could possibly be set up. And it would be a smart thing to do promotional wise, especially since they know they're already going to have a show on uh, HBO Max. And he also said we heard Red Death. We could hear others as far as the Dark Knights go mm -hmm. um, with the introduction of Bruce Wayne from another universe. Uh, because you need Batman to make the Dark Knights because the Dark Knights are, you know, what I'm saying incarnations of Bruce Wayne from the Dark Multiverse um red death was when uh evil bruce wayne mixed with 
the flash you know what i'm saying you ended up with red death so that would be really interesting as you know i'm i'm i want red death badly <laughs> yeah you do lo love me some red death love me some red death this is my favorite freaking batman character ever yeah, is that. red death uh so i would be I would be really interested in that happening, and it does feel like this is something that they could do to open the door to something like that, as Crisis did to open the door to a lot of stuff that happened a lot in the of comics. Stuff that yeah, it opened up a ton of stuff. That's what we've been trying to let everybody know is like the, the aftermath of Crisis is probably going to be just as just as exciting as as the crossover event itself. All right. Uh, going into his second prediction, uh, the prediction is we will get the get the tease of a mini event before the next big crossover event. And we'll also we'll get a tease for the Green Lantern series. Like oh, interesting. So they're so they're saying. That I'm I'm a, I'm wondering if they mean that once it's end once it ends, if we, if that's what one of the teases is certainly going to be. Yeah. Um, the idea yeah. of something leading into a Green Lantern series and others. Yeah, and he said the mini event will be the event to bring back Green Arrow and the Flash, who I think will also die, to bring them back for the next event that will be the next crossover. Mm, so okay so then that, that would that would lead into the idea of then of believing if Stephen amell is coming back uh which they could possibly do i, I think Stephen amell is stepping away from being the core like he's stepping away from being um the main guy the star of a franchise which with having the the green arrow and the canaries is something where he could always have the possibility to black up uh come back another reason why i think they established 2046 you know what I'm saying, Oliver mm -hmm. Queen, and they establish somebody who can time travel. You know what I'm saying, uh, into meeting him because Sarah Lance is somebody who, at at a whim or whenever she wants, can go pick him up. Right. So that that's that's yeah, that's really interesting. That's right kinda, up the alley. I kinda, yeah, I kind of dig the theories for sure. Yeah. Uh, his final prediction is the next big crossover event. The name will be Rise of the Dark Knights and we will see big baddie name uh, Barbados and we will get a tease of the night of Nymph Metal uh, for the next one. We already had a tease for Nymph Metal because we already had Hawkman and Hawkgirl in the show. So we already had an introduction of Nymph Metal. I don't think you're going to get Barbados or anything like that that soon. Uh, that's something that needs to be built up. That's something that I honestly think they might save for a theatrical thing, uh, which which is big as it is. But as far as Batwoman goes, I could see that being based around Batwoman, where it's not Batman, where instead of getting male counterparts or maybe she encounters different um, counterparts of Bruce Wayne and stuff like that. It's something you could easily do with her show if what it feels like the uh, the time and the money that they put into that show that. We think the Flash is the number one show when Arrow's gone, but it's starting to feel like Batwoman yes, might be might be the A show. You know what I'm saying? When they're gone, which everything revolves around her, because they they made a they made a plus to put her in the first up the first episode one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Made it. They gave her a whole big deal of coming to get her. Like they <laughs> she had the best recruitment scene. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying sure. in the show? Uh, she looked the best to be honest with you out there in costume oh, and. Man. You know, she's she had a lot of lines. She just surprisingly, you know what I'm saying, for a Superwoman show, Batwoman had a lot of lines. I don't remember her talking that much, honestly. But uh, I mean. she talked she talked a lot. It might have been like just we should do this, we should do that. Oh, she had yeah. the, the, the interaction with uh Ray when he upgraded her batarang, which I hope that lasts forever. Like, <laughs> that would be I hope he nice. did all of them. I hope she doesn't use that same batarang over and over again. But um, yeah, that that could be something that's very interesting, something I could see happen. I don't know if they're gonna go that far, 
but um we'll know that by if we actually see red death make an appearance in flash which to be honest with you it shouldn't be the flash show red death should honestly make an appearance in batwoman if they oh, want to keep it close connections to batman yeah, yeah. so yeah. we'll see yeah, interesting uh, predictions, Daniel. We'll see if any of your theories certainly uh, hold hold up. Um, anything, any other ones? This one here by Shadow Nova. I wanted to point out real quick. Um, do you guys think we could get a Terry McGinnis cameo at this point? I think any, but the, anything is certainly possible. Uh, you know, they have talked about that. There are some um, significant su surprises that they've yet to kind of unveil. I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't like completely blow their load with all the cameos in the mm -hmm. very first episode. So I'm pretty sure we'll probably get more at this point. I mean. Yeah, I think we could get a Terry McGinnis cameo. I think that would be fantastic. Um, whether or not they pull the trigger on it, I don't know. But I think we could get something like that. What do you think, though? Uh, I'm looking for Terry McGinnis. I'm looking for Alfred. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for Barbara Gordon or, or, or better yet, Oracle. Well, the next uh, episode is Batwoman, right? So maybe we get some more Batwoman, ref uh, Bat well, Batman references there. I, I think we will because I think this is the episode where we actually get the uh, the Batman. You yeah, know Kevin what I'm saying? Conroy. Introduction. We get the yeah, Kevin Conroy so. introduction. But I also think, uh, just looking at the previews, I think we're going to get the Kingdom Come Superman. Because yeah, I, I, I honestly yeah. think they're saving, and it would be smart to do since you already killed off Oliver Queen, you save the Smallville uh, Superman for last. Mm, I, I'm almost under the impression that we might see him next episode too, or 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 third episode. What, what if they show him and he's like, nah, I'm straight. Like, like they go to the, they go to the farm. He's like, you know what? Nah, that's not my problem. I, I honestly, <laughs> honestly wouldn't be surprised. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Clark is like, hey, hold up, man. I had my superhero adventures, man. Yeah, I'm getting well, older. I'm I don't necessarily need this anymore. Well, I, I do think we're gonna have a conversation between Lois and him of her trying to convince him. Like, you should you should help them. I think I just want the thing where oh, um, <laughs> I, where they tell him how Oliver sacrificed himself and was like. I've been out here grinding for years before y'all even knew who Oliver Queen was. Like I'm, I'm the reason there's an Arrowverse. You know what I'm saying? I'm done with this. I'm yeah. done with this. I want nothing I to do with you guys. guys. Yeah, we're ahead of you guys for sure. Like I would love to see something like that, man. And to be honest with you, I actually been checking out the uh, season eleven like Smallville comic, the one that like books, continued yeah. on the show, and yeah. those are actually really good. Yeah, I've heard really, I've heard really great uh, things in regards to them. All right, what uh, any other ones you got up there? Uh, nah. How do y'all feel? We talked about. I'm not talking about the Oliver Queen death scene anymore. I, ta I talked about it yeah, way too uh, much. Real quick, uh, shout out does go out to Dale Murph. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, been in here in a, a couple times, so I want to give him a little bit of shout out. Great first episode. I'm really glad that you enjoyed it, Dale. I really did. I mean, uh, uh, twists and turns, cameos, surprises. I certainly wasn't expecting. Honestly, it, it's really ballsy if you ask me for them to go and finish this episode on the cliffhanger that they certainly did. For me, I. I, I, I really love what it potentially means going forward for the crossover event. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly enjoyed it as well, though, Dale. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw this up for CJ Dickey. CJ Dickey has an opinion. I love all the small screen DC live action series with the exception of Green Arrow. Arrow is so full and boring. I'd much rather see Hawkman, Booster Gold, or Nightwing series. I, I've honestly really been pushing for the concept of like a Hawkman uh, or an Adventures of Hawk Girl sort of series. Like I, I'm surprised that we didn't get the opportunity to see them. I'm hoping maybe they pop back up out of somewhere, maybe like the Legends episode or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are definitely series that I would honestly love to see. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, hey, if that's his opinion, that's certainly his opinion. But yeah, I, I've been a big supporter of Arrow for sure, though. Yeah, it doesn't hit everybody, I mean, though. Yeah, I mean, Arrow to me is the reason why you have all these other shows. Um, I've seen their live action Hawkman, and he was boring. <laughs> if you want to talk boring, their live action Hawkman was boring. To be honest with you, yeah, uh, Hawkman's lore and uh, in comics and everything is really hard to super difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to bring to the small screen in a way would be entertaining. It's a lot of lore. It's a lot of Egyptian gibberish. You know what I'm saying? And stuff that may not be entertaining for a lot of people. Um, Booster I would like Gold. to actually see that on like an HBO Max series if they really put a lot of production value behind it. I would yeah. really like to see them kind of go into depth in something like that. Yeah, a Nightwing series is basically what you're getting with Titans. With Titans, yeah. <laughs> so because he is the series that that lit it, we thought it was going to revolve around Raven, but it's really revolving <laughs> around Nightwing a lot. Uh, uh, Booster Gold, I could see that, but um, you can't have Booster Gold without Ted Court. And, and you know what I'm saying yeah. to establish that whole thing, and I think that's something that they're trying to establish in the show now with Court Industries and just different things like that. So it's a possibility that in future shows, especially a show like Legends, where they could just swap characters in and out, that you could have somebody like Booster Gold pop up. But um, I'm actually kind of surprised that they um, haven't introduced a Blue Beetle Ted Cord yet after all these years. I figured he would be one of the easier ones to do that with. But I yeah, guess because not. it is no powers. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. use the uh, whatever the little bug, the scarab. He never used and the scarab. The, and then the crisis, he had a small little uh, role to kind of play uh, in the first uh, half of the series too. So it would have been kind of neat to kind of see him yeah, introduced. But I, yeah, Booster Gold to me will was interesting. I like uh, because he he played a huge part. Was it in Crisis or Final Crisis? It was one of the other. He, I think he died in Final Crisis. Uh, my my mind is jumbled with these comics all well, of a sudden. Like, a, a huge it's a lot of knowledge. A ton of crossovers. Yeah, they. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, I uh, I've. I've lost my jacket, says I figured Oliver would die just in part four. Yeah, I think that's what I think a lot of the expectations was going into here. No, that's I'm being honest with too. you. I didn't, I didn't I think he too. would die. I thought he was just, I'm the one who said he was just going to go to another yeah. universe or some like plane of light and just live the rest of his eternally with Felicity. Yeah, that's I was what like, I thought. I'm, I'm so with you, Indy. Uh, totally, man. That's exactly what's going to happen. I was fully backing you. And yeah. then the first episode is like, okay, I was not, I was not expecting I'm, that. What's I'm, I'm going to be honest. I when I, Hey, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like we we we're here, especially with our hints of where we're guessing. We're normally on somewhat, or or I mean, we're I no, so. well, we normally <laughs> no, we normally hit it, or we we have we're somewhere around the area. Like we weren't we weren't even in the park. We didn't even show up to play today. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I know you say you didn't want to talk about it real quick, but I will bring up Jamar. How do you feel about Oliver Queen's death scene? Um, you know, I, I mentioned it before. While I'm okay with the decision, um, it, yeah, it, it's got him drinking. You see, it's, it's made this man go to drinking, guys, to, to recover from this. All right? So... For me, I will say this. The one complaint that I had was I really would have liked to have been more dramatic, a little bit more epic to kind of feel like, yes, this is truly it. This is the moment that you guys have all been waiting for. Um, but even the monitor didn't even see it coming. So it, it is one of those things where for me, just based off of who the character is, I do feel that he deserved a little bit of a better send off considering all the build that we've had all season long in Arrow. So for me, I would have liked to have seen it 
executed a lot better. So a little bit. Uh, so honestly, disappointed in that fact. Um, but again, this is four parts. I don't know if he is in fact coming back at some capacity. We still have an Arrow show. You know what I mean? So Stephen Amell's impact could probably will still feel all the way throughout this crossover event, right? Because it's gonna be on the minds of all the heroes going forward. Well, so th it, this adds to a whole new emotional level for this crisis now. What if the last two episodes of Arrow was Mia trying to find Felicity to let her know what happened? Oh, <laughs> you see how, he just, how that just hit me, bro? You saw what it did to my body physically? Oh, because she, she still has to tell William. Yeah, like, and the rest of the team, the rest of the team, Arrow has to find out what happened. And it's just one of those things that Oliver has had such impact on everybody's life. You know, this is, and again, it's ballsy move for them to do that. And I can understand why people would be upset with it. But if you look at the bigger picture of it all, the fact that we still have four more episodes to go, and you you know his ramification, the ramifications are going to be felt throughout the rest of this crisis event. And so for that. Why I didn't like the execution, I understood the reasoning for it, and I think it does. It's still going to have a huge impact on this series going forward. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with you, it. You want to know what I want to happen? I want the monitor to be so distraught over what happened that he mm. goes back into the past, gets Oliver Queen, brings him back to this moment, and to instead of again? instead of snapping him out last, snaps him out first, and leaves Kara or even the Superman there to die. Because look. They're the ones that could probably hold off a little bit longer. Why not leave Kara? She's like invulnerable to a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then pick her up later. I think he just played his cards wrong and who he's wrong. popping off first. <laughs> popping off first. Yeah. <laughs> like you he take the most vulnerable first. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that for sure. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Kawhi Leonard's in the house, y'all. Thank you very much, Kawhi. I appreciate it. Congratulations on the Toronto uh, Raptors championship last year. Um, so he, Ka Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> don't don't mind him, Leonard. Hey, I would love season tickets to the Clippers game. Um, hey, Kawhi Leonard asks us. So the Ray died too. Um, from what assuming, we saw. I'm assuming, yeah, from Crisis X, right? Uh, yeah. uh, the X or Earth X. Yeah, I guess I guess Homeboy bit the dust here yeah. and Captain Cole. Yeah, they wanted to go. Um, so you won't ask about these characters. Watch this. Poof. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so y'all stop asking us. So y'all stop asking us about Titan crossovers. Watch this. Poof. <laughs> like they got all that out the way early. Yeah, early, early. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, hey Ryan, see Ryan likes the idea. We probably could have had more Hawk Girl and Hawkman if it weren't the, for the bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I, at least I know I'm not the only one that wanted to see some Hawkman and Hawkgirl at some well, point. Well, take that back to the bad writing in the comics because they still can't get a Hawkgirl and Hawkman comic they to can't. go. Yeah. <laughs> Ongoing series canceled after a year. Yeah, they changed his origin I don't know how many times. <laughs> uh -huh. um, Jamar Williams also says, who else do you think will die next? Who he thinks the next one the bite that does? I have a feeling, I have a feeling it's the Flash. The, the big name Definitely the Flash, man. I, at this point, they're all going, bro. Uh, Adam. Mm, I, that's I don't a good know. One. But one um, of the other Superman. One, one of the Superman are definitely going. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna good. get us. They're gonna find some Superman just to die. It's gonna be like a random Superman. Be like, oops, we made a mistake. Um, <laughs> no, nah, the only person I feel that is safe. There, there's two people I feel that is safe and won't be touched. That's uh uh Carl's from Earth thirty eight, right? Yeah. Is that thirty eight? Uh mm -hmm. Earth thirty eight, Lois Lane, and Sarah Lance. 
are the, are the only two that only I feel like going to come out of that untouched. <laughs> that, that's all I know. I don't know who's going to die next. I can tell you how I know who's going to live. Live. Uh, <laughs> yeah. at, at this point, at this point, the list is wide open, man. The list is wide open. Hey, um, uh, give a okay. shout. Let, 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 give a shout out to uh, Toby. Toby, Toby always coming through. Yeah, first of all, hey, Adam and Indy, what's up, Toby? I appreciate you coming through. Always a big supporter, uh, especially on the Black Lightning reviews, uh, especially popping up in Titans also. She definitely she definitely uh, um, goes out of her way to show some support out here, man. So, yeah, definitely got to give uh, Toby a, a shout out for sure. Um, Let me see. Anything else on, on here? Uh, What do you? Here we go. We got uh, Dan. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, go wait, ahead. Wait, go wait. ahead. I, I did great arrow. I was skipping I was skipping that on purpose. I know Shadow oh, Nova put that up there. I was skipping that on yeah. purpose, man. Come on, man. I think that's uh, uh, uh he'll be back. Give him he's gotta mourn. He's gotta mourn a little bit. He's gotta he'll be back. He's taking it all down. He's like, screw this stuff, man. He's uh, <laughs> you gonna change reality with that? You bring it back Steve Mel. Let's see, let's see if I can dust gonna, Shadow Nova right you, quick. <laughs> Are you going to change reality and bring back, uh, bring back Stephen Amell? I, I, I wish I could. I want to. I want to change reality and bring back Stephen Amell right now. Jeez, man. But hey, man. Well, you know what, guys? I think on that note, uh, we'll probably end it off with all the comments and things like that. So uh, first and foremost, guys, thanks each and every one of you for certainly popping in for our live review of part one of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Indy, overall, what did you think of the episode, though, before we wrap up? Overall, the episode to me was entertaining. It was amazing. Um, it, it it got to you emotionally. It tugged on your heartstrings, gave you the action that you wanted to see, and actually gave each character in the episode a time to shine, whether it was dialogue or action scenes. So that was really good to me. Uh, the standout in this episode that I want to give to... Um, I want to give an award to the standout of this episode. Uh, we should do this every episode. Standout in episode <laughs> stand one out. of uh, uh, Crisis. Okay. Uh, okay. Who's your standout? Miss Luther, she was the standout Ooh, of this nice. episode to me. Okay, coming through, right? She had to, she had yeah. to create that gigantic ass portal to help evacuate all those humans, man. Yeah, she she was a big savior for here for sure this week. Yeah, get that, get that woman her award. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. Lex Luther, you are the MVP uh, of Lex, part one. Lex, what is I on mean, your Lena mind? Luther, I'm <laughs> what is on your Lena mind? Luther. There's so many <laughs> Luthers running around, man. I got Supergirl on the brain right now. So, yeah, yeah Lena Luther winds up winning the MVP for part one of Crisis. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well, man. I absolutely concur with everything that you said. Uh, I thought, you know, for an episode that I thought they crammed a lot of information in in regards to maybe trying to explain a lot of stuff, I thought for the most part it was it was handled pretty well um love the cameos um love the emotional aspect of things um the handing down of the cape um the really the heartstrings for uh poor supergirl and the superman storyline and things like that so overall i thought it was a really great start to this crossover event i'm really looking forward to seeing how everything else unfolds but um, guys as always these are just our a plus opinions we always want to know yours so if you join us for the live stream feel free to go ahead and let your comments be known and also in the comment section box below if you're joining us uh, after this has streamed uh, but indy if people want to go ahead and reach out to you sir on social media where can they certainly go ahead and locate you at sir you can find me right here at nerdmix alpha on all social media just search nerdmix alpha or better yet subscribe to this channel right here and catch me doing reviews for a plus opinions
And speaking of doing reviews, guys, again, since this is the crisis of on, on Infinite Earth's crossover event, Indy and I will be back for the remainder of the crossover. Um, so we will be going live once again tomorrow night for you guys, 8.30 Central, to break down part two of Crisis on Infinite Earth. So definitely join us there. And of course, guys, subscribe. Hit that button along with the bell notification. And if you want to follow us on social media, you guys can do so right here. It's over here somewhere. Yeah, at A Plus Opinions uh, on Twitter, Instagram and facebook so until next time guys take care of yourselves take care of each other and we'll talk to you later thanks guys keep it a plus be back in a flash